Welcome to the first episode of the Billion Dollar Broker Podcast. My name is Ross LeCain. I'm bringing my 25 years industry experience together with the top brokerages and brokers in the country to give you the insights on how to grow a profitable mortgage broking business that you are proud of. Today, we have the CEO, Darren Little, from the award-winning Smart Move joining me. All right. Well, here we are. We've got Darren Little of it with us. Uh, welcome to the Billion Dollar Broker Podcast. How are you doing, Darren? Yeah, fantastic, Ross. How are you this morning? Good, good. Well, there's so much happening at the moment uh, in the world with this corona, and one of the, you know, as award-winning uh, manager of one of the leading broking businesses. Yeah, look, I think, Ross, it's been very much about planning. You know, um, whilst a lot of the time when you look at business continuity planning and that, it's it's stuff you don't, you always think it's in the bottom drawer. And, uh, you know, we've, we run a, we own a business overseas in the Philippines that does our operations, uh, does all our processing. And, you know, probably a big part of uh, our planning, you know, was 12, 18 months ago up there, what happens if an event occurred. We didn't think of a virus. We were thinking more of a natural disaster up there, such mm. as, uh, you know, an earthquake or something. But we'd put processes in place to be able to relocate our team members. Uh, and that was actually to another site a couple of hundred kilometres north of Manila. However, with the virus, that site uh, has actually got more corona issues up there than Metro Manila. So we had to go to plan B of our BCP, and that was actually to relocate our team members. And when the president um, declared up there the lockdown for 30 days, um, we were able to instigate uh, that plan the, um, that night uh, and start getting the team ready. So we lost a day's production uh, with our processing and that on Friday last week. However, by Saturday around lunchtime, we had uh, everyone fully operational again uh, and processing files and being able to support our customers, which at this time you know, is really critical. So it was that planning um, that we sort of did 12, 18 months ago that really allowed that seamless transition. Uh, come Monday morning, um, I think if I didn't tell any of our team in Australia that we were operational and we had the impacts, I don't think anyone would have noticed that sort of thing. So we're in good shape uh, there, but it does come back to that planning. And then I suppose grabbing the... Um, yeah, listening to the you know the governments of the time and that sort of thing, and just you know pulling that trigger and not being afraid to pull the trigger. I think sometimes when people hesitate uh, and wait, um, that's when they get you know they miss the opportunity. So for us, being able to operate up there Monday without hesitation, I, I know there's a lot of other businesses up there at the moment that you know are still trying to figure out how to buy laptops and internets and that sort of thing. So now we're in good shape. Yeah, and you know that's that's great. And one of the things that I've got with our you know personal chats is around the importance of those contingency plans. You know, a basic one you mentioned to me the other day was that you have laptops ready to go in the cupboard. So if anyone has a, an IT issue, which we all have all the time, um, that there's no downtime. It's just you know plug and play. You, you get the new one out of the cupboard and. And go from there. So that's some simple things that any brokers could could do, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, and you know, we don't go out and buy brand new laptops just to sit in the uh, in the cupboard. But what we do is make sure when we do recycle the laptops, uh, instead of perhaps just taking home for personal use or giving to the kids or something, what we do is we we strip them back, make sure they've got all the current operating systems and they are ready to go. Uh, only yesterday. Uh, with uh, we closed our offices in Sydney down yesterday and, and, and sort of gone to a work from home policy and 
we found that one of the team members working at home, one of the ports on his laptop was uh, was not working, so his screens at home wouldn't work because he didn't have a docking station. So we could actually just um, within about half an hour we could have him up and running on a brand or a reused laptop, I'll say, and he was up and running without very minimal impact. So that's certainly that's probably you know one of the big things that we try to do is. Um, keep our brokers focused on the on the customer so they can do the best thing there and we we suppose our approach is put the business around them to support them you know with whether it be technology support that type of thing so we can focus on the customer definitely definitely and so obviously it's really important to be calm in this environment and um, so how are you holding up through all of this oh look i think it's probably i was only uh, saying to uh, one of my business partners this morning, I think probably focused is the word at the moment. And, uh, um, yeah, look, I think communicating um, over the top at the moment, like, you know, we'd, you know, every morning I've sort of been giving a summary to the team in email, making sure we're communicating with everyone. Um, it is about being calm. Absolutely. There's no point in panicking at the moment. There's enough panic in the Woolworths shopping centres at the moment, isn't there? You know? <laughs> I I went for a walk this morning. I thought I did some work. I went for a walk and I called into uh, Woolies this morning at 8 o'clock. What a wrong decision that was. That's panic. Uh, but it is about being clear on what we're trying to achieve. And, um, you know, for us as a business, you know, we've got, you know, a large amount of team members that, you know. What is the size of your team for everyone? Uh, just under 50 at the moment, Ross. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so we've, there's a lot of, you know, variety and there's a lot of emotions there. Uh, you know, some people, um, you know, uh, work on a regular basis at home. Some others don't. And, uh, you know, it was great. We did a compliance. Like we're still trying to run business as usual. So, you know, yesterday, 10 a.m. Wednesday is compliance uh, meeting. So we still run our compliance meeting yesterday. Uh, we did that via um, Microsoft Teams. Everyone was on there. But, you know, it's just great sort of just seeing uh, where everyone sort of where they're operating from but also then just making sure that, um they're not just sitting at their computer all day either sort of thing, you know, making sure they are getting out for a walk or going for, you know, going for a jog or something like that because um, one of the strong points about Smart Move has been the way we collaborate as a team. We run big offices, um, you know, where there's a lot of people in them, there's a lot of collaboration. So we're putting in place, you know, morning, you know, chats with everyone online. Uh, you know, we've got lots of different sort of social media trying to just keep a bit of fun, keep it alive, Ross. It's really important that uh, when we go from a big office environment to really working from home, they still know that as a team we're still one team and we work together. Oh, exactly. I was just chatting to uh, to Mario at Pepper and he was saying a similar sort of thing, right? So if someone's happier, you know, making phone calls, walking along the beach or, you know, doing their things and, you don't, you know, the beauty of having that remote work access is you don't need to be tied to your desk. You know, if you find that you can focus better and work on some some key tasks at a cafe or, or you know, it, it's about doing the things that, that you enjoy. You're not a prisoner to your home. Yeah, and I think that, look, I think, you know, for the guys now in the Philippines, we're about a week in up there. For the guys in Australia, it's very early. Uh, but, you know, I think, We've got to keep a really close eye on all the teams, uh, you know, across the countries just to make sure that, you know, it's, you know, probably a bit of a new habit for some of the guys, but, you know, what's it look like in a week's time? What does it look in two weeks' time? Because, you know, who knows how long this is going to last for? So we want to make sure that what we are doing with the team, it is sustainable. Um, and that's really key. And, yeah, that's, you know, when we sort of talk technology and that, 
know, some of our bank business partners are amazing how they've gone electronic with documents and that, but some of them still require us to print a document and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, we've had to put things in place there. And, you know, once again, it's the work that we did 18 months ago with um, the technology, you know, allowing, you know, you can print from home into the office sort of thing and uh, uh, just little things like that that we can still do um, to keep the business moving for the customers. Um, you know, the customers still have needs today. They may be a little bit different than they were a couple of weeks ago, but they're still needing stuff. So what are you finding with the conversations that your brokers are having with the clients? Because you said your phone's been running, yeah. running hot. So give me an example of what are some of the conversations you've been having. Look, it's been really varied, Ross. You know, like we've still got customers buying and, and that. So that's that sort of business as usual stuff. Probably the stuff that um, is new to us is really those hardship conversations. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of customers concerned. There's a lot of customers that, you know, we deal with that may be working in retail. Uh, that could be in casual style employment, contract style employment. Uh, and there's a lot of concern out there. And, uh, you know, we've... Uh, next job now is actually straight after this is actually to uh, write to all of our customers today and just talk to them about that we are here to help uh, we're not here just to write new home loans we are here to help them navigate you know hardship uh, hotlines with the banks and, that, and the banks are fantastic you know with what they're offering at the moment you know really on the front foot but we want to be there with our customers to you know keep our you know, relationship with them and be that person that can help guide them through this situation. You know it might be a home loan today um, that we're helping them with, but I think if we can focus on that, we'll have those lifelong customers that we uh, so crave for. Brilliant point. It's it's about, you know, and the thing that I take away from that, it's about the relationship. Absolutely. And it's about long term. They want to know that you were there for them during the hard times and you were there during the, you know, um, the good times as well. But I think another thing that I just want to say in terms of what you said around those hardship cases, and I think it's really important for everyone to know that to not be scared of their lenders um, and for the brokers to be encouraging the customers to have these conversations. You know, I've worked for the, the big organisations, I've worked, I've seen the collection teams, I see how they work. They want to talk and have real conversations with real people about the issues that are going on. Whereas if people put their head in the sun and try to avoid them, they'll get the full letter of the law, right? So it's about, uh, and the sooner that um, you know, us as brokers can get on the front foot and speak to the clients around, well, what can they do to reduce their, their non-essential expenses? You know, how can they... they increase their cash flow conversion about money getting in the door so really becoming experts on the tips that we can offer to a small business mm. to help them at these times of need you know i think is really really important yeah can't agree more with that ross and i think that's where you know as a broker community um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we do get privy to and the access to, we've got to impart that knowledge um, with our customers. You know, we've got to be able to get on the front foot and start talking to them. Um, you know, some of the banks, as I said, doing a great job with, through social media and those sort of things. But, you know, we've got that trusted relationship with those customers and, you know, we need to be talking to them. And uh, and that certainly is a business, you know, our intent, uh, as I said, we'll start, you know, communicating today. Then we'll, no, we'll start a call program next week with our customers. Definitely. And it's, you know, for somebody like yourself that's got 
a big loan book and obviously a, a big amount of your income comes from, from that book. And, you know, a consideration must be, well, if these clients go into arrears, the bank's going to stop paying me a, a trailing commission. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. Look, and, you know, first and foremost is making sure we've got our customers uh, you know, well placed, and you know, and you're right, Ross. You know, worst case comes, we don't help the customer today. We don't get them well placed. They are going to go into arrears, and then you know, from a revenue point of view, yeah, that's shot anyway. So let's just get on the front foot. That's our approach, and uh, and just over communicate at the moment. No, oh, exactly, exactly. And I think in terms of you know looking at that and and making sure that your staff are. are uh, you're having these conversations with your staff because, you know, if quite often, you know, for a sales guy or whatever, if they're, if it's not including your business, they're not interested. So we've got to change that mentality um, with people and sort of with that education. Yeah, look, I think you're right. Um, you know, we're a salaried model, so it's slightly different to perhaps the traditional broker that's on a straight commission and that. But but still, you know, the guys, they're so used to writing business and, and looking after customers and that. So to go to more into that caretaker mode is a different uh, a different philosophy that we've got to work on. And, you know, um, I know my last couple of morning emails to the team has been very much around that, Ross, you know, trying to, you know, we want to make sure we won, we survive through this, but then so we can thrive. And if we and if we've got those customers uh, engaged with us and we're supporting them through that survival piece, and then we can absolutely you know move on to the opportunity that I'm super confident it's going to be there. I'm just not sure when at this stage. <laughs> and and that's the that is the question. And I think you know part of what we need to be comfortable as calm leaders is who knows. Like we've got to we've got to be comfortable that we don't know, but. What, what the things that we do know is that in three years' time, it's going to be March 2023. Mm. And that right now is the best opportunity to pivot and to make the decisions that, and strategies in our business that are going to put us in the best place to be at March 2023. So it's a lot of the things that you're talking about, that forward planning um, not putting our heads in the sand, reaching out to our customers, being proactive, being there for them, having those difficult conversations, and and being more of a, a you know a helpful resource because a lot of these people are going to be isolated as as well yeah. and feel a bit isolated. So how can we be that um, you know calming voice for them? So when in you know three years time when when this is we're looking back and looking at this like something like SARS or the GFC or or whatever we're in that position where we've got that customer authority you know in terms of and we've got that trust and confidence for them to um to move on with us yeah look I think you know for me you know, customer base is is key. You know, if, uh, that's the first thing we've got to make sure we manage through, and that is engaging with our customers. But then, you know, once we sort of start to get into business as usual uh, of this current environment and, you know, we sort of work out what a VOI for some of these banks looks like and a few things like that, then we can actually start to actually focus on the opportunity ahead. Um, and that, uh, whilst, like, I'm really fortunate in our business, you know, we've got a great team of brokers that do the day-to-day lending and that, um, that allows us then we can focus as a leadership team on what that opportunity looks like. Because to your point, not quite sure what it's going to, but with the amount of stimulus and that that are getting thrown into the economy, um, yeah, and the interest rates at all-time lows and those sort of things, it's going to bite and, and it will bite 
I feel, pretty quickly. And that's where we've got to be ready to take um, take that opportunity. Um, you look at, you know, with our operations business and that and the way we sort of can process loans and that, you know, we've scaled up for scale. We're not backing back on team members over there at the moment, you know. Uh, I think we've invested a lot in our people uh, to get them to an amazing standard. And, uh, you know, the easy thing to do, like with this, would be to put your head in the sand and say, look, let's get rid of some team members across the board. Uh, what we're really saying is, no, let's let's make sure we've got them really uh, productive during this time, maybe doing different things, but having them ready to go when when the market does turn. Oh, exactly. And, and you know, that that is fantastic. And, you know, for some brokers, it'll mean that they will have to have tough conversations with their staff. But, you know, if they might need to reduce salaries or back end a deal with their brokers and saying, look, we'll pay you more once we hmm. get out of this. Because, you know, it's got to be, we've got to create win-win strategies for our staff and our brokers. So moving forward, you know, past, you know, that, because they're not going to have, many options in terms of where to go over the, this period of time. So it's about, again, you know, you're big on contingency, but it's about having those contingencies and thinking, well, no, we might not need to have these conversations because business may be okay. But if we've planned and we've had a plan and we've got a thoughtful strategy on what we're going to do and what the the options that we can pivot are moving forward, then that is going to make our, our business a lot more sustainable moving forward rather than getting to the, the point and go, oh, crap, we've got no money, I'm going to have to get rid of someone, right? So, uh, Look, knowing your, knowing your numbers at the moment is absolutely critical. Cash flow uh, for any business broker, you know, the local cafe, whatever, but certainly understanding your cash flow is really critical. I think it's a really good point around understanding the opportunity and I think I look back to February last year when the Royal Commission um, obviously rolled out their recommendations as a business you know we had you know, quite a few playbooks you know the what ifs and and that but one thing we actually made a decision to do is actually sit for 90 days before pulling the lever on anything um so what well, we knew for 90 days that it was sort of business as usual keep the team engaged and that but we didn't want to make a drastic decision because in 90 days a lot can change and if you sort of look at the day that uh, you know, the Royal Commission got handed down to the week later, the week later, and how it did change quite quickly. And obviously in that 90 days, then we had the federal election. Now, then it really did change the game sort of thing again. So um, sometimes I think it's very important to plan, have a very clear focus, but also it's you don't want to jump at shadows as well. Um, that's a really key thing. I think a lot of time, a lot of businesses, you know, jump to the, you know, whatever's new, but I think sometimes it does take courage to actually just sit back and be well thought out before you do execute on a plan. Oh, exactly. Exactly right. And I think, you know, that was prudent as we saw, as you mentioned, back in the GFC, you know, once the new government got in, the market actually kicked along again, yeah. you know, because there was confidence in the market. And, you know, at that point in time, it was doom and gloom. It was 80% chance of Labor, you yeah. know, coming into a government. Our, our trail looked like it was disappearing but um you know now we're, we're in a in a different totally different situation that's affecting the whole world and um you know the credit markets of the whole world mm -hmm. as well so a totally totally different um environment but nonetheless we need to um to see how it's going to play out we've got a feeling how it may play out but we've actually got to see how it's going to play out before yeah 
and look, I think that to that point, Ross, it's about making sure you, you know, it's not just one plan you have. It could be plan A, B and C, uh, depending on how things are going. But the time now to think about that is now, uh, is, is to actually start planning for what that could look like so that, you, you know, you've got some time to think about it and you're well prepared. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And last thing I want to look at is what do you think of the opportunities in the market? Uh, look, I think when we sort of come through this, I, I sort of see um, from an opportunity point of view, you look at, um, I suppose, you look globally at other markets with uh, that have gone through regulation and that, and um, there is a, has been a reduction in broker numbers. There's no question of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for me... Um, but the customers still want to deal with brokers. Um, So, you know, for us it's been very much focusing on making sure we've got the right offering with banks. Uh, We've got a great spread of banks to provide customers. You know, on average we use 25 banks a month. Our our team, from a productivity point of view, we've got to make sure we can keep improving uh, our processes, our tools for them so they can improve their productivity so they can do more business. Uh, and that's really where we're seeing the opportunity. We 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 think there'll be potentially less brokers. Our funding's going to potentially be a little bit more challenging in the in the short term, uh, and that's why I think having a spread of lenders is so critical at this time, because um, then you have choice. Mm. And uh, so opportunity, uh, you know, I'm not sure when this new world will come, but uh, that's certainly our focus is the productivity. Uh, Obviously, with that comes sustainability. That's uh, a couple of key words that we use in our business nearly every day, sustainability and productivity, because that, if we've got that right, that's going to enable us to take on whatever opportunity is going to present itself. Exactly. And, you know, I've, I've been out, I've seen your guys' business, and, you know, I guess one of your strengths, as you mentioned, is that processes, right, is, is around you're very process-driven. You've got, you know, um, a structure for, for every part of your business and really good contingency plan. So, you know, by continuing to do that and really that's what gives you your strategic advantage and that's what gives you um, that repeat customers. And, you know, you were saying what's the you, – you get most of your business from existing customers and referrals at a high yeah, level. Was about 84% Ross last year, so it's a pretty yeah. consistent number. Uh, sort of in that space and you know even like now like we could be putting you know head in the sand and sort of say let's just focus on what we need to do today but you know we, we've had uh, process improvement meetings still this morning with the team you know it's uh, we've got to keep on you know keep it moving along all the time. Exactly and I think that's an important no matter what level you get to and you know I see your level of systems and processes pretty good um, but the reason it's pretty good is because it constantly evolves. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sure you can, but back in my business, a, a process would work until you broke it, right, yeah. until you outgrew it and then you broke it and then it's about building again and, and, and aiming to break it, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's that constant, um, you know, rebuilding, I guess. Yeah, look, and I think in, in the environment at the moment, you know, through best interest duty and that sort of coming through, there's, you know, every bank's got a bit of a different play on that. So, you know, the education, when you're using so many banks, you know, that's a weekly event. You know, we've got to get our business partners in, help educate us, not just our brokers, but also our processing and operations team. You know, there's a big commitment um, and we're very thankful for our business partners, the way they embrace our approach and uh, of education because that's it's got to be a constant learning experience for all of us. 
Mm. So, yeah, I guess in summary, if, if I'm to look at it, you know, you, you create that market authority by looking after your customers and being an expert in, in that and really sort of making that communication. Obviously, your leadership um, is communicating well with, with all of your um with all of your team and you're playing to your strengths and and using that time to build on your strengths which is the systems and processes moving forward you know yeah ross i think the leadership and the communication i think one of the other things that we just got to be really mindful as small business owners is to make sure we're communicating with our partners and whether that be the banks the settlement agents um you know, they can help dramatically and if we're communicating with them through this time of change and it's rapid change at the moment and, uh, you know, whether we're speaking to a BDM, state manager, national manager, whoever, you know, but communicating what we're doing as a business uh, is really important as well because I think, you know, we talk about customers and that you know, our banks are our customers as well. So we've got to make sure we've got a similar communication strategy with them at the moment. Exactly. And and that's, you know, that information for you, the information that you get from your lenders and your partners provides that clarification in terms of exactly what's happening on the market. It allows you to be on the front foot and provide that to the customers. You know, a saying that, that I heard that I always go back to is you don't network to get business, you network to do business. So, it's you know, and these key relationships with um, you know our lenders, the BDMs, um, you know, credit these players in the market are helping us at the end of the day do business. So Absolutely, it is. Yeah, definitely. All right. Any uh, one tip on uh, your final tip on what uh, brokers should focus on moving forward? Oh, to be honest, Ross, uh, given where we are with this virus, I think stay healthy immediately. That's probably the uh, the number one thing. Uh, but, yeah, look, you know, sort of that aside, you know, I think it it is about putting plans in place so that you are looking ahead, not, not working on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, well, I've really enjoyed the chat. I mean, there's so much in it for um, everyone to take from what you guys are doing and it's no wonder that you guys are a leading brokerage in the country and you know after this uh we will you know continue to be on tour so uh yeah best of luck through it all and uh yeah look forward to catching up soon fantastic ross thanks for your time today much appreciated 